Hey everyone, welcome to Carrie Aller and Friends Coffee Chat. Today is going to be an interesting episode because we are kind of reversing roles and my husband, Matthew, say hi babe. Hi babe. No, just say hi. Hi. (laughs) Uh, He's going to be interviewing me today. So, all right, Maddie, go for it. We're going to change the name to Water Chat with Matthew Aller today because coffee is disgusting. Did you just say water chat? Yes. Oh, Lord. Because. Help us, Jesus. Hey, I drink water. I just drink it with beans in it. Yeah, that's not water. It is water. Okay, so tell us a little about about yourself here. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Because uh, you just look so serious. Okay, hold on. I am Ooh. serious. I know you are, but you're also really funny. Yeah, seriously funny. <laughs> okay, what was the question? Okay, tell us about yourself a little bit. Okay. You come on here and you ask everybody about themselves and all their stuff, but you never tell anybody about what you do. So that's kind of what we're doing right here is why right. we're doing this. So people know why you're doing what you're doing, what you're doing. So tell us about, <laughs> kind of tell us about your ministries you do and what caused you to get into them. Okay. So when we were on our way actually to Florida, so my husband could go see the Florida State people. <laughs> at the football. The Florida State <laughs> football team. Yeah. Anyway, and um, I remember it very, very uh, clearly, but I actually was taking a nap in the back because your mom said, hey, I'll entertain Abram. So I was taking a nap back there, and I just felt the Lord like really push on my heart that one day, Carrie, I'm going to call you to speak in front of thousands of people. And I thought, no, no, I'm not. And so I argued with God and I told him every reason why I was not qualified and why I was not able. And God kept pushing me towards what he wanted me to. No matter what I did, even if I tried to run the opposite direction, God never allowed me to give up. So he pursued me. And so I've been taking steps and I've been in ministry on staff as a pastor for over 14 years and recently resigned last October to do this ministry full-time. So, yeah. (laughs) So what is this ministry full-time you are doing? Okay. It's Women Becoming Ministries, and I am helping women pursue the call in their lives, and um, we do that through my speaking engagements that I do, and then also um, I mentor women and encourage them. Um, Many women you know, come to me and ask me about writing books and different things like that. And I help pour into them. And so, yeah. And then this podcast and whatever the Lord kind of puts in front of us that we feel like he wants us to do. Okay. So in the meantime of those things you've done, you've also done a couple other things. What are some of those things you've done in between there? I have written three books and I'm working on a couple more that hopefully will come out within next few months and then um we also did an awaken me girlfriends conference several of those so and that's a conference that is a big field conference we bring it to the church and it's a multicultural conference and um it just helps women awaken the call of their lives you were also in a couple movies yes what movies are those (laughs) uh the scent of rain and lightning by blake robbins he's the director of that 
And then I Can Only Imagine, which is the Irwin Brothers, directed that. I was an extra in that one and extra in the other one. I've seen that one. That was a good one. Yes. You had a great part in it. I know, right? You You could totally see me in the the audience. You were amazing. I know. I worked so hard, babe. Wearing your leopard print. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you guys. So they tell you, like, what to wear. And I totally did not wear what I was supposed to wear. I think I was in my own carry world at that time. I don't know. My husband laughed at me. He was like, okay, I love you. <laughs> You're in your own carry world most of the time. <laughs> I know. But you live with me there. and Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm there with you. Hey, we've been there together since 2005. Four. Wait, hold on. Four. 2004. Eh, wrong. Is when we first met. We first met, yeah. There's like two weeks in 2004 left when we first met. Okay, but we babe, got married in 2005. Okay, but perspective. That's how long we've been living together. Okay, right. But perspective wise, we've been like we got engaged three and a half weeks after we met. So basically, but that was in 2005. Okay, yeah. I guess you're technically right, but <laughs> we knew those first couple weeks. I knew you were the one. Yeah. Yeah, true story. True story. You knew I was the one too. Yes. When I dropped my mitten. No, my. Or yeah, it my was your glove. Mitten. It was not your mitten. It yeah. was my glove you dropped. Okay. And you thought you had lost it. Yeah, I felt horrible. Yeah. We found it though. We did. We're good to go. <laughs> Obviously, you weren't that mad at me because. Well, we found it. We found it. Oh, if we wouldn't have found it, then what would have happened? I don't know. <laughs> We'd probably be doing this podcast right now. I don't think so. <laughs> Whatever. You thought I was cute. Yeah. Okay, so you said you've written three books and you have two more in the way. What are the three books you've written and what are they about? Okay, so uh, the first book I wrote was God Uses the Unusable, and that was the book that got put on my heart for 10 years. <laughs> and it took me 10 years to write it because I told God that I could not do it, but God kept pushing me towards it. So, and God uses the unusable is about how God uses the ones that people probably wouldn't choose first. Um, it kind of reminds me of like when you're a kid and they, you know, they choose their teams and you'd be the last one pick. That's kind of those people that God used are the ones that people would pick last. Um, but I talk about how God uses the sinner, God uses the broken, and just going through a bunch of different scenarios and using. Bible stories, but then also intertwining stories um, for pe- from people that I love dearly and respect dearly and how they kind of intertwine. And then Foundation Strong is the second book I wrote, and that is about how we are supposed to build our foundation on Christ and how um, we can't build our faith and our trust in the things of this world because those things don't last. Only God does. And so if we're building our faith and our foundation on money, relationships, um, status quos or whatever your, you know, whatever your job title is, if you're building your foundation on that, that's going to not last, but God does last. So that's what that book's about. And then Enjoy the Journey is uh, the third book I wrote. And that is a book that God really put on my heart because I tend to be one that does not always enjoy the journey. I want to get to the destination, but God's telling me and he wants to let you all know too that we have to enjoy the journey and trust him along the journey. And so I 
have people that I love dearly in that book too and talk about how they have been on a journey, but God has brought them through so much and he's been faithful through it all. So you have two more books coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about those books? Yeah. So uh, the one, one of them I'm writing with my niece, Tiffany, and that is about autism. Um, and it's a fictional story on a boy with autism. And then um, the other book I'm writing is basically talking about how we need to allow God to be in control because ultimately we're not. Okay. And the three books you have, how can people order those if they want them? Yeah, you can go on my website at www.carryaller.com or you can go on amazon.com and you can actually go to Barnes and Noble and um, really any other bookstore and you can order it there. So Okay. Okay, when you go speak at these events, is it just women or have you spoken to men and women? I've spoken to women and men, um, but I primarily do women events. Okay. And do you do just Christian events or do you do a little bit of everything? I do a little bit of everything. I've spoken at church-funded events, conferences, weekend retreats, and then I've also spoken at schools about anti-bullying because I, as a preteen, almost took my life because I was bullied. And so I talk about that. And I've been able to help several families over the years um, just if they have that same kind of situation. So, What is the biggest leap of faith you've taken with this ministry? I think the biggest leap of faith I've taken is fully going into this ministry full-time, and that has been extremely uh, hard, you know, and sometimes... I don't think people realize when people take a step of faith like that to do what God's asked them to do, how in one hand it's super hard because you just don't know what's going to happen. But in the other hand, you have so much peace that overflows because you know that if God asked you to do something and you do it, that he's going to be faithful through it all. It might not look exactly how you planned, but God is going to direct you if you just trust him and press into him. So that's probably the biggest thing. Um, It's been the hardest thing. And some people come up to me and say, wow, I can't believe that you, you know, you quit your job and you're really like trying this full time. And I admire that. And, you know, you seem so confident. And I tell them, you know, hey, but just to be transparent, it's not always easy. It's hard. And there's days where, you know, I'm praying in the living room with my face on the floor and crying out to the Lord, like, God, I know that you asked me to do this, so I'm trusting you. And so people don't get to see that part. But but then on the other hand, I've watched time and time again how God has been faithful and he has provided for us in miraculous ways and there's been times where we, um, even when we took a leap of faith that time, babe, where they said, hey, there's a preteen ministry, but it's going to be volunteer, and, you know, you have to volunteer for it. And I had a full-time position at that point, and I 
gave up that position to do this preteen ministry voluntarily. And within how many weeks? It was like two. It was a few weeks, two yeah. Two or three weeks that we got paid. But in that time where we didn't get a paycheck, someone wrote us a check to pay for that time that we took off. And so I felt like that was kind of like a preparation for us then for what we were going to do now. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was cool. I yeah. remember that time. So. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. Okay. So what has been your favorite thing about doing what you're doing now? My favorite thing, I would say, is being in ministry with my husband, because this isn't just my ministry, it's our ministry, and you do a lot of things behind the scenes that people don't know, and you help provide, and I think doing it together has been the biggest blessing. You've done several, like, my husband is very multi-talented, so there's been events where he's done the sound, and he's done the tech stuff, and you know, if he doesn't know exactly how to do it, he just figures it out. And so I think that that's been the highlight for me. I think I just make it look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you just do it and you look I, good, I just, baby. I just go over there and sit in my corner and yeah. pretend I know what I'm doing and push a bunch of buttons. And I, li- I like pushing buttons, so it kind of this is true. works out. You get to play with sliders and turn on lights and turn off lights. and Yeah. If people are talking too much, I turn the microphones off. Uh-uh. No, you do. no, you do not. <laughs> That's true. I, true. I have not done that. I felt like it before because some people just go on and on and on. Oh, gracious. Like they're never going to stop, but no. Yeah, but that's been one of my favorite things. And then also just watching women get free from the strongholds in their lives has been really cool too. And yeah. And you do push a lot of buttons because when we're in Target, like I know what aisle my husband is on. If there's like a bunch of buttons and you hear a bunch of things going off, like (laughs) I know that you're over there with our kids pushing buttons. Yes. That's a true story. (laughs) It is a true story. Yes. Because what did our son do earlier? He was doing something or our daughter, maybe it was our daughter. And you looked at me and you started laughing because you're like, that's something you would do. What did she do? I can't remember. She was pushing something or doing something somewhere. No, here's what happened. We were okay. checking out at Target. That's right. Because <laughs> I love Target. Like, that's like my favorite store of all time. But anyway, besides that, so we're in Target and we're checking out. We're doing the self-checkout. And my husband and my daughter are over there trying to scan the stuff. And little did they know that my son had the scanner gun. (laughs) So he was scanning like all these items and you didn't know that he scanned them. And it was funny. Yeah, I hope I'm not like, I hope I didn't double pay for stuff. Because I didn't know know what he scanned. I started grabbing stuff, sliding him across the scanner. And he's, I guess, laser scanning. And I hear beep, 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 (laughs) beep going on the thing. And I'm like, dang. Well, when Matt and I first, like, when we got engaged, we went to Target, and he was scanning some random stuff, you guys. Like, he scanned, I think there was, like, some ding-dongs and ho-hos and, like, some... There wasn't (laughs) ding-dongs and ho-hos. Yes, there was. And there was, like, some some, pins. Pins and spotlights. And 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 a Curious George picture. And we got all those things. Yes. So, it worked, didn't it? I think people probably thought we were weird because you scanned for like ballpoint pens. And I'm pretty sure you did scan some ding-dongs or ho-hos. Or they thought we were awesome. Or I was awesome. One of the two. I mean, you are awesome. I so know. I can't disagree with that. So. 
<laughs> so I'm going to ask you some quick questions. We'll go through here real quick. Okay. Kind of personal questions, you know, oh. that kind of stuff. Not personal, personal, but, you know, <laughs> about you. Okay. So what is your favorite Bible verse? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge God in all that you do, and he will make your path straight. What is your favorite movie? Oh, that's so hard. My husband and I are very much like movie people. Like we have our own blockbuster basically in our office. Well, here's the thing about Carrie too, about favorites. When you ask her her favorite, <laughs> like we play this game as a family we go to dinner. It says, who knows me best? And we'll ask a question. It'll be like, what is my favorite color? What is my favorite movie? What favorite actor or whatever? And she'll have like 10 <laughs> different favorites in every category. It's like favorite color. And I make a joke and I say all of them. And it's usually, she'll be like, purple, pink, green, red, and blue. So it's like literally no, it's not almost every mean. color except for white and black. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. So she, it's hard for her to pick favorites because she has 500 favorites okay, in every category. Well, okay, so, so we're going to go back to this. Favorite movie. Okay, so <laughs> I can't just pick one. <laughs> So, um, I'm going to have to say The Notebook is, like, up there in my top five. Uh, worst movie ever. No. Not not the worst ever, but it's, like, no, it's, it's not. the bottom it's feeder like the for best. sure. Like, poor Matt. I made him watch it, like, <laughs> 25 times or so. And, like, one time he fell asleep and yeah. he was snoring. We were engaged at the time. Yes. We were at friend's house. I'd never met these people before. Like. <laughs> It was my first time meeting them. We were at someone else's house. I didn't know them. And we're watching this movie. And I'm asleep on their couch snoring because I was bored of my mind. Because we just watched it like two days before that. And not only was he snoring, but his head was like back. And like his mouth was open. (laughs) Okay. Other movies in my top five. Um, Let's see. The Notebook. Okay. Already established that. (laughs) I'm trying to think. I just, I can't think. Oh, okay. A Walk to Remember. I like these, oh. like, gushy, like, romantic movies. They're so miserable. It's like, oh, guy falls in love up. with a girl. Girl falls in love with a guy. <laughs> they hate each other. They get, they separate. One dies or something <gasps> like that. Babe. Okay. It's hold always on. something like We're that. We're, like, going a different direction. Well, that's what those movies no, are okay, about. Okay, hold on. Hold on. But I have some other funny ones. Um, hmm. I like that uh, one with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. What is that called? Fist Fight? No. no. Oh, uh, Ride Along. Yes. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, some other ones, but I can't think right now. But I will say my favorite TV shows, I could tell you that right now. Okay. So what are your favorite TV shows? Okay. <laughs> okay. So in my top five, because <laughs> I can't choose one, um, Friends. The Office, Parks and Recreation, uh, This Is Us, and... Guy dies, so that's why she likes it. No, uh, This Is Us is like the best show, and I want to be in that show. Sorry if I... Spoiler alert. Dad dies in the show, (laughs) just in case you missed the whole second season. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, gosh. Um, Yeah, and then... Oh, I feel like there's another one that I'm not remembering, but we can go on to the next question. Okay. 
Favorite actor? Chris Pratt. And who else? Because the other day, it was like you had like 10 names you named off. Okay. Probably Chris Pratt, Adam Sandler, uh, Kevin Hart, and Dwayne Johnson. The Brock. The Rock. Okay. What was your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, well, I have lots of those. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Cookies and cream and uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. That's only two. You said lots. Well, okay. And chocolate almond and Rocky Road. (laughs) I don't know about the last one. (laughs) You just named something because it sounded cool. You just hear, hear that name a lot on TV. Yeah. Rocky Road. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite song? Um, I know this changes for you a lot. So. Well, okay. I love Lauren Daigle. Like, she's my favorite. So. That's not a song. I know, but <laughs> like anything by Lauren Daigle or Jack White or Philip Phillips, uh, Need to Breathe. Need to Breathe. What about some inspirational questions? Because I feel like people probably think this is weird. Inspir- well, I mean, we're getting to know you. <laughs> I mean, we asked her Bible verse and favorite song. I mean, and you didn't answer. You answered band names instead of <laughs> songs. So that's very inspirational to me. Uh, so, Matthew, I'm going to turn this interview around for a second. So we're like. Doing like the Kansas City Shuffle in here now. We're like changing it all around. Yes. But I don't know what that expression means, but that's okay. We'll get back to that later. It's for the movie. <laughs> okay. So, Matthew, <clears throat> like, as you know, since we've been married, we've been in ministry. So, what is the best thing about ministry and the hardest thing about ministry? Oh, the best thing about ministry is just, I mean, the people we meet along the way, I think. Just yeah, getting to know them and getting to know their hearts, their passions, and what they do, and seeing people grow in Christ, people that didn't know Christ beforehand come to Christ. I mean, that's some cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, all the small groups we've had at our house over the years, just seeing the people come and go, and how we're still connected with all of them in some form or fashion. Yeah. And what was the second part? The hardest thing about it? Yeah. The hardest thing is never knowing where you're going to be next sometimes. It's, sometimes it just changes, you know. I mean, something happens. You're like, "Hey, we got to go this route or something." You just God calls it to be here, or be there. Uh, then in that case, also like meeting new people, getting to know new people. That's hard too because you're losing. I mean, the people you were with the whole time, you still see them and stuff, but not on a constant basis like you did before. Right. And you have to make all new friendships, which is great and all, but. It's tough. Yeah, because you're finding like a new normal. Yeah. Yeah. And again, the small talk thing that comes into from the last conversation, <laughs> the last time we talked, <laughs> I mean, you have to talk to people again, you know, right. and get to know them before you can like really know them. And Matt loves small talk. So like if you ever want to do small talk with him, he would just love it. Yeah. Speaking of small talk, <laughs> the other night we had, we were going out on a date. We we're going to a movie. We had a limited time, so we went to go get dinner real quick beforehand. Went to Swadley's to get some barbecue, 
And since the drive through line was packed, Carrie had me go <laughs> in and get the food. Oh, it was raining, too. I didn't want my hair to get frizzy. Yeah, it was not raining at the time. It was. Yes, it it was. had stopped raining. No, it was spring. No, it okay. stopped. <laughs> but so she, I go in there and order the food and go sit down and wait for it to go on the takeout deal. And I guess some guy decides I'm the person to come talk to in the whole entire building. There's like 500 people in there, and <laughs> I'm the one person he's going to come talk to and <laughs> ask me all these questions and tell me about his life. And and my answers are short and sweet, yes and no's. And I mean, I tried to be polite. I'm not. I'm not a mean person. No, it's just you're not. I'm not. It's just that's not that doesn't interest. That's you. That's not who I am. Yeah, you would I, rather I like have. To, I like to get to know people right. before. Well, then we can talk all day. Right. We can talk about football, basketball, whatever sports, guns, anything. Just small talk and the weather, and is not my. You'd thing. rather have like the in depth, like you know them, they know you, like. And that you don't have to try type deal. Yes. You're comfortable. Because a forced conversation is very awkward. Right. It is. Like, you're great at that, but me, nah. It is not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> it's okay. You're wonderful at many things. Yeah, just not small talk. Just not small talk. <laughs> uh, but you do a good job, babe. I try. You do. Um, yeah, I would say I'm going to ask that question to myself too. Like the best thing about ministry is obviously watching God do his thing. You know, that's my favorite part is watching God do what he does and he's amazing at what he does. And so watching people come to know him, watching chains get broken, watching people get set free and I love watching people, too, walk in their calling and their giftings. And um, I always feel called to uplift people and tell them, hey, you know, I see that gifting in you and you need to pray about that and use it for God's glory because that's what we're here for is to bring people to Jesus and use what he's given us to bring him glory. And so, and then I think the hardest thing about ministry, too, is that people are people. And you can get hurt in ministry, too. And we've been hurt in ministry, you know. But even through that, God is faithful. And so he can help us. And, you know, once you realize, too, that you're, the battles are not against flesh and blood, but it's against the evil one, that um, you can forgive those people that have done you wrong or whatever and where you've been hurt. I'm asking another question here. Okay. So what made you start this podcast? We didn't talk about that earlier. Okay. So, you know, when you're stepping out in faith and, you know, I feel like God's called me to do full-time speaking ministry to help women and encourage women and challenge women. So someone told me one time um, they're pretty established and they're, you know, speakers that travel all around. And I asked them, I said, so what advice would you give me? And they said, well, you have to, Start with what you have where you are and then let God do the rest. So that's what I did. I was like, okay, I can do this podcast thing. So I just asked you, you know, what you thought and you let me know. And then... um, What was my response? You're kind of like, why (laughs) at first? But you were just kind of like, okay, what 
Like, what does it do? Like, what's, you know, but you are the one that researched and you found the stuff that we needed and we had the microphones and stuff. Yeah, we already had the microphone recorders for yeah. videos we've done and everything. So yeah. we already had all that stuff. And Yeah, but had, it was yeah. a God thing. So. Yeah, but I just felt like, you know, I could do a podcast and talk about topics and bring God glory and highlight other people's ministries. Because I think another thing that people um, that I've encountered in this whole journey through it all some people are very territorial about what they're doing and I think that there's room for all of us um we don't have to get territorial we can uplift people and that's okay and you know the bible tells us in fact to serve and you know we humble ourselves and let him uplift us in his time so what's it like being married to me What's it like being married to Matthew Aller? Well, he's a very interesting fellow. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, in other words, he's the most interesting man on the earth. Like, you know, those commercials, that is him. He is, he is my best friend. He is faithful and trustworthy. And you help us stay on track with a lot of things. You help organize us and you, um, I mean, you honestly, like, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't do this without you. And you're a wonderful father and wonderful husband. And I just thank God for you every day. And sometimes you get on my nerves and I get all your nerves. <laughs> more than sometimes. There's a lot of times I get on your nerves, I know. Yes, but you know what? At the end of the day, we have each other's backs, and we love each other, and we forgive. And so, and I think marriage is just a way, too, to get a little taste of what God goes through on a daily basis with us. You know, he's very quick to forgive us. You know, if we ask for forgiveness, he forgives, and so, but you are wonderful. It's I an know. adventure. It is. So what's it like being married to Carrie Aller? <laughs> That's a real adventure right there. <laughs> now, again, I mean, she is my best friend. She is interesting. <laughs> she's always smiling, except for when she's really mad at me. And that happens a lot, I guess, sometimes when she gets mad at me because I do something stupid or something, you know, or say something wrong. I do that a lot. If I could write a book, it'd be called What Not to Say to Your Wife. It'd be <laughs> it'd be like a 25-part series. No. Yes. Got that covered. But no, you're fantastic. You're wonderful. You are. You've been very forgiving. You've been very patient with me. You're a great mother. You're a good housekeeper. <laughs> I'm not going to say great in that one, but I'll say good. You do, you do a good job. <laughs> It looks better than a lot of houses. I go in a lot of houses for my job, so I go into a lot of them. And everyone always says, pardon the mess. It's just like, like people, this isn't like a week-long mess. This mess has been going on for years in your all's house. <laughs> I mean, you can tell there's been a little mess and people have been like just, just nasty. Hey. And we have a mess. It's there sometimes, you know, dishes aren't done for a couple of days, but that's not a big deal. Because with houses, you can tell it's like years since they've done a dish or something like that, so... We're doing pretty good, I guess. You just, you're a pretty good person. 
But the, <laughs> again, there's like you jump from thing to thing. You do a lot of stuff. You're a go-getter. You're a busy, 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 busy person. <laughs> That's taken, you know, 13 years to get used to of still getting used to it of, hey, I'm doing this, 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 and this today. And I'm like, how are you getting all that done? <laughs> and she's like, well, didn't I tell you you're doing half of those things or something like that? Like, I'll find out later that I'm supposed to do some of them or something, you know, or <laughs> some odd what? thing. Like the time when you agreed to coach a baseball team. Oh, no, I did that purposely so you would do it. Yeah. But... We're like in our bedroom at night, like nine o'clock at night. She gets a phone call and I hear her talking and everything like that. And then I'm listening to this conversation. It's about her coaching a baseball team. And I looked at her and I said, how are you going to coach a baseball team? Because, I mean, her baseball knowledge isn't the highest. And she goes, oh, I'm not. You are. (laughs) And I was like, how am I going to coach a baseball team of a bunch of five and six-year-olds? And it worked out. We didn't come in last place. We won a couple games. Sometimes, sometimes, though, babe, I have to gently shove you. (laughs) That was not gently shoving me. That was was just straight pushing me out the door and throwing me under a bus. It worked. No, you did good. And it was, I think Abram needed you, so I think it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing I'm pushing my husband towards is I want him... To he has lost over a hundred pounds, hundred twenty three pounds, and he's amazing. And I really want him to write a book about it. <laughs> Tell people what to do. There's already books out there telling people what to do. Okay, well then we'll figure it out. But I mean, people want. Here's what people want when they want a diet or exercise or something. They want a way to be able to do what they're doing now and lose weight. Yeah, that's not possible. Yeah. You have to make a drastic change. I mean, change. you hear people ask, like, 20 different people, what should be on my diet to eat? Like, they're expecting them to say Something a bunch of different. cookies, brownies, ice cream, pizza, and pasta. Eat all that you want, and yeah. you'll lose weight. It's yeah. not going to happen. You know what to eat. You know what to do. Right. So how am I going to tell people differently? Okay. Well. I mean, like I told you, I can't put my heart, will, or determination in that person. And it's just not possible. I mean, all I could do is tell them what I did, but. It's out there. I mean, yeah. it's not new Well, he's going to write some kind of book someday. I'm winking at him. Y'all can't see that. Because <laughs> I believe I don't him. even read books, let alone write books. I know. That's what I said, too, at first. But we'll see. We'll just see what God does. I mean, I've written, written, read one book yep. in the past year. Maybe two books. We'll say two books. It's okay. That aren't the Bible. And that's like. Yeah, two books maybe. And they weren't very big books. Well, it's okay. I used to like to read, but I just like my time better for other things like watching football or... Yeah, but we're still going to pray about this. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I'm winking at him. Yeah, I don't think I'm writing a book. We'll see. You never know, though. We'll see. It could happen, but it's most likely not. We'll see. We'll see. Is there any other questions you have, my love? There probably is, but I'm not thinking of them at the moment. <laughs> but. Okay. Any questions you have? No. Um, I will just say, though, if you guys would be interested in having me come speak for an, 
an event that you have or an engagement that you have, I would love to come. Um, if you go to www.carrieoller.com, then you can book me there, and I would love to come. So, How do you spell Carrie Aller? C-A-R-R-I-O-L-L-E-R.com. <laughs> Well, because it is spelled differently than most carries. That's very, true. That's there's very few annoying. carries with the C-A-R-R-I. Everywhere I go, it's like K-E-R-I or C-A-R-R-I-E. And I'm like, no, it's C-A-R-R-I. And then my mom would put like a heart for the I part. And I do that for Hallie. And where can they buy your books at again? <laughs> and what are they called again? Yes. If you go to um, my website again... Or if you go to Amazon.com or um, Barnes & Noble or any other bookstore, you can order my book and my books. And um, it's God Uses the Unusable, Foundation Strong, and Enjoy That Journey. And then I will have more books coming out soon. Okay. Well, babe, thank you for interviewing me. My husband, this was his idea. He was like, babe, you interview everybody, but you need to be interviewed. And I was like, okay, well, then why don't you interview me? And he was like, okay. So... Because you started this thing, you never really talked about yourself at all. I know and the people that haven't met you or don't know you, true, don't know why you're doing what you're doing. Right. People, like most people that are on here that you have interviewed, they know why you've done it. But there yeah. are people that listen that don't know you or know nothing about you that needed to know. Well, thanks, babe. Like they needed to know your favorite movie and actor and all that stuff. That was important details. It was important stuff. Yes. And now they still don't know your favorite stuff because you have 500 favorites, but... I didn't have 500. If, if you ever say, come over, just pick a movie. She likes it because she likes all of them. Don't talk about the <laughs> desk again. You guys, the desk is still not cleaned off. I promise I'm going to work on it eventually. Not going to say it's this week because I don't know if that's going to happen, but I am going to work on it, but... Anyway, I think it has more stuff on it now no, than it did oh, last time. Baloney, it does not. I'm pretty sure it does. Matthew. On oh. that note, <laughs> we're gonna go. But thank you guys so much and thank you to my wonderful husband. You're welcome. Thank you. I love you. Love you. All right, you guys have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.